is everybody in? Is everybody in? The show is about to begin. Hey, concert lovers, welcome to another episode of Concerts That Made Us. We've got another great episode for you this week. My guest is Stefano from the Cappuccino at Six podcast. So uh, if you've ever wondered what it's like to go to a concert in Italy, this is the episode for you. Now, before we get into it, as always, find us and follow us on social media. Just search for Concerts That Made Us podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Concerts Us on Twitter. And I'd really love it if you could rate and review us on Apple. It really does help the show grow. And as I mentioned last week, we're now part of the TKOK Podcast Network. So make sure you check out the other shows on the network. There's the New Dad Pod, Pop Moms Podcast, Eat God, See Acid, and The Movie Club. And I know The Movie Club released their first episode this week, and it really is a good one. So make sure you check it out. The last thing before I let you get into the episode, I just want to give out a shout out to Gil at the Mind Buzz podcast. We connected a while ago and he really is a great guy. A truly nice guy, you know. He even helped me out with an issue I was having with the audio of one of my episodes. But his podcast is really, really cool. It's so chill and laid back. It's called the Mind Buzz podcast. It's uh, based around mind culture and expanding your mind, but... They let the conversation take them wherever it leads. So, with that out of the way, let's get on with the show. Hey, Stefano. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. Glad to have you. So uh, for the listeners that don't know, would you like to tell us a bit about your show? Yeah. So my show is called Cappuccino at Six uh, with the at sign, like the email. And we're pretty recent. We launched back in October of 2020. Uh, We don't have a main focus. We just do interviews or talk about whatever we want. Since since we are Italian, uh, and by we, I mean myself and and my co-host, uh, we live in Italy, we're Italian, so we do episodes in Italian and in English that are not the same thing, like we don't translate, they're completely different episodes. You know? So uh, that's basically it. Oh, cool. So um, what would some of the topics you've covered so far be? Well, uh, most of the time, so just scroll through Reddit or Instagram and look for interesting guests and maybe try <laughs> right. try to find something that can relate to me so for instance uh, since tonight we're, we're talking about music i made a really cool episode that came out a few weeks ago with the punk rock band and oh cool uh we we discussed so far politics uh, foreign countries of course when i when i talk yeah. especially to american people they they were always curious about italy and also 
people from from all from all over the world and um we've discussed uh we spoke with a journalist we, we spoke with other podcasters so uh, a lot of different people oh sounds cool sounds very entertaining it sounds like you have something for everyone yeah as long as i have a clue of what we are talking about because i i don't yeah. think i don't think i could speak with an architect or with uh, i don't know you know what i mean so yeah yeah i have I to you. have some kind you. of connection with with the topic that i'm going to discuss yeah yeah oh, i gotcha um so you're you're obviously on instagram facebook all the socials are you uh we're not on facebook because that's for boomers okay and also no I, i'm kidding i'm <laughs> kidding uh but no we don't have facebook account we, we do have instagram and the handle is cappuccino 86 number perfect perfect i'll uh i'll put a link in the show notes anyway for the listeners to find you so we'll uh will we get started on your music interests so yeah okay so uh how would you define your music taste okay so i grew up listening mostly to punk music uh, okay and then it all evolved into rock and metal and now uh, i gotta say recently is it's not been a long time that i'm i'm looking outside of the metal spectrum as well uh but 90 percent of the stuff i listen to is metal then and then we have maybe electronic music but mostly mixed with metal and <laughs> i really like when other genre mix with metal you know to create something unique something different and especially like uh that kind of uh music that you don't really know where it's heading to like it's not predictable I'm talking of yeah course about yeah exactly progressive music you know progressive metal and and so on that yeah you can listen to over and over again and still don't remember how they sound like yeah yeah i get you i get you so uh what would your earliest musical memory be then earliest musical memory that's a well <laughs> so okay uh i remember when mtv was a music channel uh, uh, i love how people nowadays say that i remember when it was a music channel <laughs> yeah um, it's true though yeah i was like eight years or seven or eight years old and i remember watching mtv all the time so i fell in love with the early 2000s uh rock music uh, green day yeah. and erasmus and linkin park uh, nickelback on, oh, yeah. on everything mtv was uh, putting on yeah yeah uh, also remember i i got a cd for my birthday i believe it was in 2003 maybe yeah it was like okay. seven uh from uh, an italian rapper named caparezza which uh, has nothing to do with metal or little to do with metal but he's his lyrics okay. are, of course you have to be italian to know them but to, to know yeah, what he's yeah. talking about but his lyrics are something unbelievable like truly unique that i still love to this day i still listen to him really yeah and is he still around today yeah yeah he is he put out uh, a great album a few years ago and i really hope he he can 
make another one soon because I, he always finds a way to make things original and yeah. as you as you may know by now i really like this kind of feeling that you have where you don't know what you're listening to yeah yeah i get you sometimes that that's actually some of the best music too to uh to listen to especially when you're just after discovering it you know yeah that's you the kind of music that maybe uh, you know you put spotify in shuffle mode or discover weekly yeah. or maybe you're scrolling through youtube and it's the kind of things that stuck exactly you'll always come across a hidden gem exactly so um what was your very first concert you were at okay uh 21st of july 2014 so i was okay. just turned 18 by then and okay. the okay i i didn't i didn't i don't know actually how i got into that concert because uh, it's something that i decided uh, suddenly a uh, few months prior to that because uh, back back in early 2014 maybe late 2013 i discovered this cool song uh, on some website called the enemy inside by dream theater i had no idea who dream theater was and right right i was really really caught by that you know and, and loved that yeah, song so out, yeah. then i i saw there they were about to make some shows in italy they they already made okay. four dates in early 2014 but they i didn't have of course the time to book the tickets or even I don't yeah. think I even had the idea to go seeing them. And right. then I saw they made other three dates that summer. I said, okay, it's my chance. Let's go. And yeah. one of them was in Brescia, which is a city in the north, not too far away from where I lived. So it takes right. uh, just a couple of hours by train. And uh, so, so I went there. And oh. yeah, that was an amazing concert. That's all I can say. Three and a half hours because uh, it's stream theater so their songs are quite yeah. long and yeah yeah uh oh, well it sounds got... it sounds like a, a a good introduction to concerts for you anyway yeah also it was in the front row and yeah right. I, I went by myself and on on my way on uh, when i when i got there uh yeah. there were this uh, bunch of you no know, uh, guys around my age so we started yeah know, hanging around uh together and some yeah. of them uh questioned you know the, the staff that was organizing mm. all, all the things because it was a concert in in uh, in the open in the main square of brescia beautiful square one one of the most beautiful squares that you can find oh, in, yeah. uh, in in a city like that and yeah. So they were trying, you know, to, to know where does the, 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 where is the entrance? Because we didn't know where the entrance was and no one knew where the entrance was. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone would have gathered, you know, around there waiting for the concert. And yeah, somehow we got that info. So I was in the front row. It was amazing. And uh, also had fear for the concert to be delayed or canceled due to rain and yeah and fortunately yeah. didn't rain that much and oh started at maybe 8 30 
eight thirty, you know, something like that, and ended yeah. up by midnight. Uh, so when when my Jeez, hotel so room, enough. yeah, my hotel room completely destroyed. One of the best <laughs> experiences of my life. <laughs> what are concerts actually like in Italy? Do you get the big festivals that? You know, I've been speaking to some people from America and they get the big heavy metal festivals where there could be, you know, five or six major bands playing at the one time, you know, like it could be Marilyn Manson, Metallica, Disturbed, whereas as opposed to here in Ireland, we'd only get, you know, a concert that's Metallica or on their own, you know, there'd be no other big band playing with them. What's it like in Italy? I guess it's more like in Ireland that yeah, you don't have really, yeah. really big concert with many bands. There yeah. are a couple of big ones. Like uh, I remember in, in Florence, they have, I think, a big concert with many important names, but it's mostly rock, not, not focused on metal music. Because yeah. metal music is not that popular here. Uh, you have to go no. you know, north uh, in Germany, yeah. Denmark. Even when some really cool American metal bands come to, to Europe. They only visit Germany and France and maybe Czech Republic yeah, and I've, Poland because that's... I've noticed when, that. And Sweden, of course, and Norway, where people listen uh, to heavy metal. There are more people that listen to heavy metal. We are, unfortunately yeah. for me, uh, we are not a really metal country. Yeah, Ireland is kind of, it'd be very similar. So it's more so... Um, pop would be the mainstream thing and you know not as many people would listen to rock or metal but then for some reason whenever there is a big rock concert you find loads of people jumping on the bandwagon <laughs> you know and just going yeah. so uh what song would you like to to dedicate to the memory of your first song your first concert i was really undecided it's really hard to pick one uh that okay. I listened to on this concert, but my pick was uh, is C9 Family Free because um, there were two anniversaries that year. Okay, right. Uh, 2014 marked the 20th anniversary of the album Awake, an amazing masterpiece by Dream Theater, one of the heaviest records they put out, and also the 15th anniversary of maybe their most famous album which is um, scenes from memory and right. that song that that we're about to listen is the very last song they played on the concert so it almost carried on through midnight and it's really long it's, uh, <laughs> and the old crowd was singing the the um, how do you call that uh, the refrain the, the chorus okay uh, okay so that's the that's the most uh, marked, the brightest memory that I have. I was singing along with all these uh, folks in it. We'll uh, we'll take a listen to it. So, right, that's uh, that sounds like a pretty a pretty great song. I'm I haven't actually heard too much of their stuff, but I'm definitely going to check them out now after the show. Yeah, may want to try their earlier albums. Maybe they are more uh, original. Like, they can really get you. Yeah. They put out two, yeah. uh, especially the second to last album is is not at all 
<laughs> great. Like, uh, it's, okay. it's quite normal. It's quite low energy of them. Even the, the last one is not that, that much of a masterpiece. But... Right, right. I think every every band or every musician goes through that phase to have their greats and then to have their their uh, their misses, you know, the ones that just aren't. Yeah, that I great. guess it's normal after thirty years of great music. They they're humans, <laughs> exactly. you know, they, they, they can fail sometimes. And they're not yeah, bad. They they're not bad, they're just time. quite disappointing, I would argue. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. So we'll uh, we'll move on to the last concert you're at. So yeah, and it's quite scaring to look back at it because okay. it was early December of 2019. We had COVID run, running around and no one knew about COVID. <laughs> and yeah, actually. You, you know that Italy was the very first country struck by COVID after China. Yeah. And we had yeah, the first major outbreak. And especially the north and the area where I live and where I went to that concert was one of the very first areas that was um, put in lockdown due to COVID. Oh my so if, if I think back at it, okay, I might have caught COVID in that and maybe maybe it was <laughs> with no symptoms, so I didn't yeah. realize that. But so it was so packed with people and uh, almost front row there as well. I, I'm quite, I'm oh. quite able to, to sneak out and, and get... Uh, so the concert was by Ghost and also two side oh, bands, two openers that uh, played with them. One was, uh, what's it called? Uh, okay, I don't remember the, the, the other bands. I'm sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> I actually, uh, the second last concert I was at was Ghost as well. And it's all right. I can't remember who, who the other bands were either. Anyway, so it was early December. It was uh, the city of Mantova. Uh, again, really close to where I live. Uh, by the way, the only the only Italian date they do it's basically at less than an hour from where I live. So <laughs> oh. how how could I miss that? And also, yeah, exactly. Also, Ghost is um, one of the few links that I have with my girlfriends in terms of the music taste. Um, oh, really? Yeah, we don't have we don't share that much. Uh, it comes to music <laughs> taste, but uh, ghost is something that you know uh, puts us together, and we, we yeah, can, yeah, can take a listen to, to that. Uh, okay, okay. And it was the the only concert that I went with someone else. In this case, my girlfriend. So really, yeah. And again, another another amazing concert. A lot of a lot of show. You know, I mean, y- y- you've watched them, so yeah yeah it's um to put on a great stage show it's very dramatic and you know it's uh you don't just go there for the music it's uh it's all about the visual aspect of it as well costumes uh tobias fork being a complete jerk on stage and joking <laughs> and yeah yeah fire and uh, i i don't know if they they did uh that when when you saw them but they also uh they, they throw fake uh, banknotes with, with 666 dollars yeah. banknotes and i, I got yeah. two or three of them one, one of them is here i framed oh, one man. of them 
and another one I, <laughs> I put it on my wall so I have two two six hundred and sixty six dollars <laughs> uh, oh that's awesome banknotes how did you uh, actually get into ghost or how did you discover them again with uh with the website uh, I used to follow a few website that you know track all the the new releases and yeah i had the chance to listen to square hammer the day yeah got on air and i fell in love with that song it's <laughs> a really great song <laughs> it, it it is it, amazing it really it's one is. of those songs that uh, and uh, okay i'm not a musician i know nothing about music i could say completely bonkers things okay complete untrue <laughs> right but uh it's one of those songs that from the start to the end it starts you know uh pumping and jackhammering and never gives up you know it's yeah uh takes you and never leaves uh there are, there are many many songs like that of course uh, but i'm thinking about uh do you know lila by oasis uh, I yeah. feel like it has yeah. the same feeling that it starts and it takes you and it flips you and never it never have a <laughs> never has a pause you know yeah exactly it's just it's zero to 60 as soon as it starts and it just doesn't doesn't give up absolutely so that's where i uh fell in love with ghost and oh. you know there's a meme that circles around the internet which is um uh, when people say oh sleep not is Slipknot is not a real metal band and all the fans go oh why did you say that you you asshole oh, it's it is a metal band i yeah. love Slipknot and then yeah. below that it's oh ghost is not a real metal band and the fans go we know <laughs> we know we don't care we love them <laughs> that's yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah i picked dance macabre because it's the it's one of our favorite song me and my girlfriends and yeah also the probably yeah the the last one or second to last they played live uh, in mantova and, uh, yeah it was the same for us i think they finished with rats maybe probably was yeah probably Macabre was the second last but, um, uh, we'll uh, we'll take a listen I absolutely love that song. I've been uh, I've been looking for an excuse to play it on the show. I was hoping someone would say it at the Rat a Ghost concert. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. So um, we'll have to. Uh, I don't want to bring up any bad memories now, but we we need to talk about the worst concert you've ever been to. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a bad concert. Okay, overall. I, okay. I, I've not been to that many concerts to have that many bad experiences. I would argue it was the less, uh, the, the concert that I remembered less. Okay. And it was in Milan and it was by Slipknot. And I just don't remember that much. You know, they, they had an opener. They, King 8110 opened and I'm not really into that kind of music you know that kind of new metal-ish corn-like uh, music and it's just not my thing I, I don't know why I love Slipknot though because I don't think but uh, back in time they, they just put out the Great Chapter album 
and it had some really really cool song on it like Custer one of my favorite and 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 the song that we're going to listen to and the thing was that I wasn't close to the stage I was up you know in uh, in the rows and and uh, so yeah in the stands exactly um and so so I didn't have the chance to to take a big look at, at Corey Taylors and uh, any other members and uh, it, it was a good show overall but I had to leave earlier uh, than the new oh, I had no, really? actually yeah to leave the concert earlier because I had the train uh, oh. and I didn't book uh, a, a hotel room that time uh, yeah. so also the one one not so funny episode that happened. So I was heading back from the uh, location of the concert to the yeah. um, to the subway. I had to take the subway to then go to to the train station. And there was this uh, lady behind me, and I, I I had my ticket and put the ticket in in, in the machine to, to pass the gates. And this lady, uh, well, really close to me, uh, behind me, and passed without having a ticket and I was like, what what are you doing <laughs> and she said thank you well, okay <laughs> this stuff happens you know uh around midnight yeah in subway stations yeah and then yeah. i spent the whole night in in another city uh waiting for the other train that would would have taken me to uh to my hometown and uh, so i spent the whole oh. night in a train station <laughs> it wasn't oh man. i knew i knew i was going to do that but it wasn't that um that good you know staying awake all night uh, yeah and you'd be probably uh very uneasy a bit a bit scared you know not familiar with your surroundings and worried that something would happen if you you let your guard down yeah at another concert i also spent the night the train station but i met i met a homeless guy who was about to who was trying to change his life you know try to escape oh, really? uh i think i think he he had just gotten out of a marriage and was just divorced and he lost everything due to that so uh oh i met him we discussed he was he was into rock music as well so had some you know uh topics to, to talk about and then i offered I offered yeah. him a coffee and it was so nice to, to talk with him. So that was a really cool night, actually. Uh, this That time around, after sleep, not just a boring, lame uh, <laughs> four to five hours wait for, for the train. And also, I remember I, I went on the wrong train as well because I, I didn't realize that there were different... Um, platforms you know there was a different platforms for yeah. weekdays and weekends so i went into the the uh, wrong train because i i really needed to to go to to go to the bathroom and uh <laughs> right. so, so i went there did my thing and then just sat sat there waiting for the train to start and and um a guy uh, saw me and said yeah this train doesn't go anywhere it's over you know <laughs> Uh, oh. I had had to catch the, the right train after that. It's just not a a boring night. That, that's what what I <laughs> what I can call it. You know? 
Yeah, yeah, you're just sitting there watching the clock. Absolutely. Uh, at one time, one time I said during that night, you know what? I'm just going to spend uh, 45 minutes and listen to Behold, a song by Dream Theater. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> um, uh, six Degrees of Inner Turbulence. But I couldn't get through it, you know, because right. it's just waiting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I've uh, I've never actually had an experience like that from a concert. I've had a couple of concerts I I couldn't make it all right, but I've I've luckily never had had to wait around for five or six hours after a concert. You don't want to try it. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, when was the when was the Slipknot concert? February of twenty fifteen. Yeah. Oh. I was, yeah. So I was nineteen, but I they wouldn't let me drive to Milan. It's not really safe. Oh so yeah, it was a long, a long trip, and also in a, in a, such a big city. And I mean, they, they were. I, I didn't even. I didn't even ask to drive to Milan. I could have, but I didn't even ask because I knew uh, it would have been <laughs> yeah so bad to drive uh, to such yeah. a big city. Yeah, it'd be I remember when I started driving first as well. It took a few years before I drove to to Dublin, even because the traffic layout and everything up there, it's just it's very intimidating. You really have to do it a good few times before you're used to it. And then of course driving around at nighttime there wouldn't be the the nicest thing to be doing. Absolutely. So what song are we going to listen to from Slipknot then? Custer out oh, of perfect. the great chapter i really like the um the chorus and and the instrumental part of the chorus but they you know they have a drummer and two people that play other kind of drums and yeah in that song everyone is synced and they they hit the drums harder than they can <laughs> but for the whole chorus I, I think it's cool i think it, it's a cool uh, yeah. solution to to you know, to, to make a really, uh, a really aggressive sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty great. All right, we'll uh, we'll take a listen. So, I always love a bit of Slipknot. You can't you can't go wrong with them. It's one of those bands that really made history. Um, they did. They're one of the iconic bands for their genre they will be remembered when, when you think of the yeah, early 2000s think of metal you think of sleep not you think of of course of many other bands but uh i'm i'm sad that i'm i said that strapping young lad isn't mentioned because they, they are they are even heavier and and they they should deserve way more attention than sleep not in my my completely honest opinion and and personal yeah. opinion but Slipknot is fine. They made really good albums. They made really good songs. So they deserve uh, what they picked up you know, through throughout their career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of Corey Taylor's other band, um, Stone Sour? I listened to some some of his songs. He, he's talented. You know, he he's yeah. talented. So he's uh, he doesn't feel like he's not in the right place when he plays with Stone Sour. Mm. I think. I think is a is a good side project. It's not really my thing, but 
every now and then if it happens on my on my spotify i listen to them and it's yeah. fine you know yeah yeah he's uh i suppose it shows how versatile he is yep we'll um we'll move on to your best concert you've ever been to so now this wasn't a proper concert but okay I didn't want to put too many, you know, really known songs on the playlist. And I feel like they right. really deserve a shout out because they are such a great band. So I didn't pick Black Sabbath, although I saw Black Sabbath live, probably their last concert in Italy in 2016. It was no amazing. And so oh. I could have picked them, but I didn't. And instead, yeah. I picked The Sit, which... Um, is a Italian slash Scottish band. And uh, right. at least I know that one of the members is Scottish or half Scottish. And they okay. play they play folk music mixed with electronics. And that with, sounds with EDM, interesting. With EDM, you know, like uh, and I saw them by chance. Like I didn't even know. They, they were playing because I, I went to this uh, Celtic festival, folk festival, Celtic festival. Uh, right. they, they have here around uh, every summer, of course, not the last summer due to COVID. But, <laughs> so when I think it was 20, yeah, 2019, probably. And uh, one of my friends was there and said, oh, uh, do you know that the seed is playing? Uh, who? Um, Sid is a. <laughs> uh, they're quite famous. They 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 do a, a world tour. They they just played in. They they are about to play in China as well. Then wow, they, they must be known. He said, "How many, how many bands do you know? How many Italian bands do you know that take this world tours?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. There's not too many bands that do that. I, I can think of Lacuna Coil. I can think of maybe yeah, Rhapsody of Fire. They're Italian." And I couldn't mention uh, any more you know, bands, and not talking about singers, but real bands that do world tours yeah. and are based in Italy. So, okay, let's check them out. And we were, we weren't even in the front row. We were uh, at the side of the stage, like in, in right side of, of, of the stage, and with our arms on the stage basically so we we took a really close look <laughs> to it and okay i really love folk music and right. i love bands such as elvetti and uh i didn't expect that edm mixed with folk music would sound that great um, <laughs> it doesn't shot. when you see it written down on paper it doesn't sound that great it doesn't seem like it'd work it's so catchy like i i have a weakness for catchy things okay uh i admit <laughs> that when when some catchy stuff comes up and uh and can get off of off of my head and i just start loving it so uh maybe maybe it's my weakness but they they are really talented and uh i think they they deserve way more attention and uh should take world tours more often yeah yeah they um they sound like they deserve more recognition anyway absolutely there can't be too many other bands that are 
fork mist with EDM. I can't name any of them. I don't know if you can, but <laughs> no, no, not off the top of my head. Anyway, I think I'd really need to go searching for one. There are people that mix, you know, uh, EDM with uh, other genre, of course, metal. Of course, yeah. I, I think I, I can think of uh, Lindsay Sterling uh, with her violin. Mm. She's, she's really talented, and but yeah, folk music and EDM. It's something that. Uh, struck me as completely new and original uh, yeah but they also have some kind of rock vibe because i mean it's it's your regular um band with uh with a guitar player bass, a bass player and someone who plays not really drums but like uh, uh, as his sticks and, and little drums and it's also uh, a dj and they have the guy who plays uh, the bagpipe or the flute so uh, they can add also some kind of rock vibe and absolutely love it. Yeah. Sounds good. So which um, which one of their songs have you chosen to play? Uh, I thought of Shake That Backpipe. Feels, <laughs> it feels uh, <laughs> like, like, like it can fit the, the, uh, our playlist tonight. Because it, yeah. As I said, this is catchy as hell right and starts with the <laughs> piano and then moves to to the flute and then the bagpipe and every second of that song is catchy right we'll we'll take a listen so you're right it, it really is catchy isn't it <laughs> it, it, it actually is but um again another one i'm going to be looking at after the show i'm glad to help <laughs> no problem i'm actually i'm starting the more shows i do or more episodes i do i'm starting to feel like this is a selfish little side project because i'm just discovering new music i can listen to well for that you can just start the youtube channel and say i react to, to something and all the people <laughs> Listen, yeah, that that kind of uh, of world, uh, which I mean, it's cool because it's always cool to see people reacting to things, you know. Uh, yeah, but I feel sometimes it's kind of cringeworthy, and I don't know. I, I feel like we metalheads have this strong sense of community where we we must share our love for music with yeah. everyone. So even even to someone. Who's clearly not into metal music? They start, oh, try to react to Pantera or to Metallica. Or... <laughs> okay. Yeah. You see that all over the internet. Yeah, you really do. You really do. Well, that concludes our concert section of the, the episode, anyway. We'll move on to slightly more personal questions. Let's go. Down for it. So uh, if you could see any performer that's living or dead, who would it be? Uh, that is a question which will have different answers if you ask me today, tomorrow, in a month, in a year. So <laughs> okay. back in the days, because uh, right now I want it. Uh, okay. Right now, my favorite band is probably Periphery. Okay. And... I wanted to see them live. They were playing again. It's one of those bands that won't come to Italy when they do a European tour. 
Uh, right. So that's disappointing. And I wanted to go uh, sing their concert in uh, uh, Munich, in Germany. Right. But in, in the end, I decided to save money and instead go to see Ghost. You know, it was way cheaper. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And didn't have to, to book a room. I didn't have to, to pay for the, the really expensive train ticket to get to Munich uh, from here. But, yeah. Uh, so they're just great. I mean, the, the, what they did, it's one of those bands that never disappointed in me in their entire career. They, made, they put out... I think six records, all of them amazing. And right. When I when I have to uh, pick a username for, for for some social media, some uh, yeah services that that I log into, I I tend to pick uh, song titles, and okay. <laughs> so on on Discord, my my handle is all new materials. Which I mean, again, it makes no sense for a username to be like that. But uh, well, it is unique. It is unique, and it's one of one of uh, one of periphery songs. And it, again, another one of those that starts and pick pick you up and never let let you go until the end with with no pause. With and also they're really, really um, how can you say that? Really unpredictable. This is right. progressive gent metal 101. And <laughs> their latest album, which came out in 2019, I think, was one of the best albums I've ever listened to in my entire life. And really? Also, the, I don't know if I like that aspect or if I hate it, but they are really um ironic so, okay so their last album is called hail stan not hail satan hail stan. <laughs> stan lee just passed away so they decided to call it hail stan and uh, the songs are actually are actually really cool and uh but again the the last song it's called satellites nine minutes it starts slowly and then builds up yeah. and ends with a, a massive uh, growling and heavy guitars in the background it's uh, another great song it ends it's the end of the record and out of nowhere uh, there's suck my balls in the end like why <laughs> why do you right. have to do that i don't know if i love it or if i hate it anyway it's <laughs> definitely one of my top three bands in this moment is it has been for a uh, I guess a couple of years now, and right. I can never skip a song by them when I run, when I when I program, because uh, I'm, I'm a web developer, and so right. we are lucky enough to have the chance to listen to music when when we work, when when we program. Yeah, uh, it's one of those bands that I never skip, and every time oh. it's something completely different, and the song I chose. It's called Have a Blast, has right. this particular... Now, again, I'm not a musician, but I really like to uh, spot particular moments in a song that make me uh, feel goosebumps, okay? Yeah. And it's not that simple. I mean, I'm not that kind of guy that just puts up 
whatever uh, Spotify you know proposes and and it's fine. I, yeah, I guess so. You. There's a part in this song called "Have a Blast" again, some kind some kind of ironic title, and which starts really heavy uh, with a lot of growling, and then you have a clean clean vocals over um, a really heavy guitar. And he says, it's the thrill of life that enables us to flow. And I have the sentence uh, written everywhere uh, on the internet where, where there's my profile, there's that sentence. Uh, I really think it, it is a great, a great lyric. You know? the, the thrill is, of life that enables, enables some kind of even ICT term that we use enables to flow. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I just love that song and that's, that quote. Uh, yeah it's, th- that sounds like a, a very cool quote you could see it you could actually as you said you have it all over the internet but you could see it as a tattoo or you could see it you know graffitied on a wall somewhere yep it's just one of them quotes that sticks out and as you said there are not many moments that make me feel goosebumps one of them is that moment uh i don't know how long into the song but it's quite early in, in the song uh, don't skip it, okay. uh, you, you, you <laughs> listeners. Don't don't skip it. Uh, also, one of one of the one of the other uh, songs that I could have picked uh, maybe would have been something by Liquid Tension Experiment. They made this song called okay. uh, "Acid Rain." It's quite an old song. I'm talking about early two thousands, maybe late nineties. Yeah, and has the power to make me headbang. With the keyboards, <laughs> okay, right, uh, okay, that's that's that the kind of vibe that I feel with uh, with uh, Acid Rain, with uh, also Erotomania by Dream Theater, with um, with that song, with, with those songs. Sorry, that uh, you just wait for that moment. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. We'll take a listen to that song so and we'll we'll see if the listeners get goosebumps as well. I hope so. You're right, that really is a great song. I'm really loving all these song choices you have tonight. I'm glad to hear that. Oh you do. It's really it's really good. It's gonna be an entertaining show. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned because <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, which, which performer would you like to be locked in a room with for 24 hours and try to keep it clean? Yeah, no, no problem with that. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I'm quite a nerd. And so I had to pick someone who's maybe, well, not maybe, but definitely even more nerd than I am. So okay. my choice is Remy Gallego, which is the mind behind the algorithm now the algorithm is a french project a french band uh, led uh, by by this guy and mixes heavy metal with edm again another right another one of those genre where where metal is uh, polluted with, with some completely different genre and it turns out to be great and what yeah. I really love about about the algorithm is that all the songs have uh, a title related to 
to the computers and technology. So, oh really? Yeah, the, the most famous songs are Trojans, out, um, sorry, uh, pointers. Uh, then you have uh, synthesizer, uh, Pythagoras. Oh. So, uh, just to name a few great songs uh, that yeah. everyone should listen to. Yeah. And floating point, hex. So, uh, I really love that. Uh, I discovered them on Spotify on the recommended you know playlist they they put out. Yeah. And I, I mean, programming with this kind of music in the background. It feels like programming uh, under steroids. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a match made in heaven. Absolutely. Match made in heaven, by the way, great song by the architects. Close parenthesis. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so I, I, I could stay maybe a day with him and looking and preparing what he does, you know, with, with his PC and, and all the sounds. That he creates yeah and i would have many many questions to ask um, about the I could about imagine. the programming world and about his music uh world and project just trying to get inside his head see how what the process is for him i would probably see flow charts <laughs> but that's that's even my head you know uh, yeah when it work it sounds like a really interesting guy Okay, so so the song is uh, it's called Octopus Four, and okay. I could have picked any song by by the algorithm because it's they're, they're all great equally. <laughs> but, right, right. Uh, Octopus Four is particularly interesting because it it has a really strong build up, a really long and strong build up, and then suddenly, right. then uh, abruptly ends, and then you have a segment of. Uh, maybe jazzy elevator style music which is really catchy again and it it carries on the song until maybe seven eight minutes long and it's really cool when, when you hear all those complicated sounds that blend together and create such a gigantic build-up then it all yeah flows into a really relaxed uh, elevator-like music as i said oh Sounds kind of unexpected as well. You wouldn't be expecting it to just flow into elevator like music. That's what makes makes me love that song even more. I I can't wait to hear it. We'll uh, we'll give it a listen. Yet again, another great song. Can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would. <laughs> so um, this uh this brings us to the final question of the night. Some guests in the past have said it's the most difficult question they've been asked. But what song would appear on the soundtrack to your life? Okay. By the way, soundtrack of my life is a is a thing that I recorded recently for my show. So uh, if something really if something comes out in Cappuccino at six and you see soundtrack of my life, don't worry, I didn't steal it from you. It's already recorded. <laughs> I'm editing it uh, as we as we are recording. I'm editing the episode, and it will be out on February the twentieth, I believe. So, uh, no problem. I didn't steal it. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. I remember that when I was a kid, there was uh, this channel um, called Rock TV, and sometimes you know, I took a, took a listen. They put up all this metal rock and metal music. 
And there was a program, you know, a particular section during the day, and they called it Italians Do It Better. And at the time, I was like, no, we don't. Metal music is not for Italians. Like, yeah, it's not something, it, it, it's, <laughs> never, it's not going to happen, you know. Um, so I never li really listened to uh, Italian music and rock, rock music and metal music coming from Italy. Yeah. Then I discovered some really good bands. As I mentioned, The Seed, I could mention Disarmonia Mundi, I could mention uh, other. And okay, so uh, last year, it was du uh, during the lockdown, we were uh, for three months here in Italy in a complete and total lockdown from March to till the end of May, roughly. And uh, so I was working from home and uh, in the meantime, I was listening to one of the most famous and one of the best, in my opinion, journalists that we have in Italy. And he's called Andrea Scanzi. And in his live streams, he always put up uh, some rock songs or some Italian classic songs before he okay. started talking. And I remember yeah. one day... One day he was really pissed off and really angry for some things that you know some someone made. Uh, he's a he's a political uh, journalist, so uh, I don't really yeah. I don't remember the exact. Maybe maybe it was during the um, April twenty fifth uh, celebrations that uh, you know some right wing parties said trash about you know the the. Uh, the people that were fighting Nazis and so it's really kind of a mess so he was really angry at, at those neo-Nazis and uh, etc so uh, he said you know today I'm mad and I really I, and I need a really mad song to start with and he put up this this song that I never heard of and I was suddenly headbanging <laughs> in, in my room <laughs> what what is this absolute unit of, of a song like this bomb yeah through? yeah and so, so, so i rushed to to uh, pick my phone and open shazam you know to, 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 yeah to, to know what the song was and the result was forma e sostanza uh, by csi in it's which is the acronym for Consorzio Suonatori Indipendenti, literally translated into uh, Independent Musicians Consortium, okay, which is a really weird title, a really weird band name. Um, it is, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I discovered them, and again, this is sort of a fil rouge to my, my playlist. This is a okay. song that even more than any other song that I've ever listened starts and jackhammers till the end, which <laughs> with a bass line and a, and a guitar riff that is so heavy in, in its context, because we're not talking about heavy metal. It's, right. it's your regular progressive rock uh, that you, you could... You could listen to maybe with uh, Deep Purple, with um, what's that band name? Uh, uh, dire Straits. 
uh, oh, yes, yes. Led Zeppelin, you know, it's that kind of music, but it's so heavy yeah. within its context. And I absolutely love it. Now, CSI or CSI, to say it the Italian way, uh, it's a really interesting project. They, uh, they were formed after the disbandment of uh, the, the, the previous band with the same singers, you know, some um, members, uh, which was called okay. uh, CCCP, which uh, <laughs> I don't know if, if you know that, but CCCP was also the um, acronym for the Soviet Union. I was thinking that. So basically, uh, CCCP was a this band, and they played, you know, uh, uh, left-leaning. Uh, punk music, communist punk music. They were really mad in their performances. I remember I, I have a colleague who saw them live many, many years ago because we we're talking about the 80s, I believe. And, you know, that was that kind of performances where they would spit on the crowd or, you know, <laughs> doing all sorts of stunts. Not like Gigi Allen, but you, you, you I was that. just going to ask, was it similar to Gigi Allen? I don't think they ever got so... <laughs> so mad but <laughs> but that was the you know the their their thing and yeah so after cccp was disbanded they created csi which by the way again it's uh the acronym also for the um sort of uh union of states that came after the the, the soviet union so they oh i didn't actually know but that. they changed of the acronym you know to make it independent uh, musician consortium and they just had some of the most talented musicians that ever played in italy in those years so when you put up when you have such talented musicians it's really hard to make bad uh, recordings you know so yeah, yeah, you'd actually have to try your best to make a bad recording when you have so many great musicians. Their bassist is to people say, I'm not saying that because I don't really have the knowledge to say that, but people say the bassist of uh, CSI is probably one of the greatest bassists we've ever had in Italy. And and I, I, I don't think they're wrong because the, that bass line and also, of course, the bass line that they having many many other songs it's something completely unbelievable so sometimes italians actually do it better i guess <laughs> that actually sounds like a, a great uh, title for an album we'll um we'll take a we'll take a listen to your the song for your, the soundtrack of your life so we're taking a listen to forma e sostanza which translates i didn't say that uh uh shape and substance Roughly. Okay. Right. Okay. I really get what you mean. It is uh it's and it's another great song, but it is it has that kind of heaviness as well, you know, within their own within their the confines of their genre. Yeah, it's funny when you know sometimes you can see uh, maybe online there are questions like what is the heaviest music that you listen to or the and there's not really an answer because th there's always something more you know right exactly it's it's exactly. not that you have to put boundaries on that because of course uh, i mean we have stupid music genre like like porno grind or 
you know, or brutal <laughs> death metal that it's just yeah. people shouting um, over shouts and, <laughs> and guitars that are not really even played. I mean, I, I don't. Okay, don't get me wrong. People who listen to that kind of music, it's just not my thing. Again, but I listen to black metal sometimes back in when I was younger. So oh, really, um, you have to put things in, into context. Forme Sostanza is a really heavy song, and if you say to me what is the heaviest band that you that you've ever listened to i'm guessing strapping young lad strapping young lad they they put out some of the heaviest song that i've ever listened to but they are not an extreme (laughs) metal band okay they're kind of in the middle you know between extreme and non-extreme metal but what they did was such such a one of their albums, I think, was called Heavy as a Really Heavy Thing. Now, that's the concept. Like, that's what they did. Right. Okay. Sounds like an interesting concept. Well, I, uh, I think that brings us to the end of the interview, so. Okay. It was a, it was a pleasure having you on. It's been such a... I, I had such a great time talking to you. So thank you so much for the... For the invitation hey hey what are you guys still doing there the show is over it's over you can go home go on we'll see you next time we'll be here bye